thank you for joining us on this week's episode of the Over a Drink podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Over a Drink podcast and on Twitter at over underscore a underscore drink. Reach out and send me a message. I'd also like to encourage you to visit our website at theoveradrinkpodcast.com and sign up for our email newsletter. We're working on weaponizing testimonies here on this podcast, and that isn't exclusive to those who are on the podcast. I'd love for you to send me an email at overadrinkpodcast at gmail.com with a written version of your testimony. I'll put it together in a blog format and then resend it out to everybody on that email list. And in an instant, your testimony will become a weapon. You never know what God is teaching you in your story that may affect somebody else's story. Finally, I want to invite you to join me in supporting this project. There will be a link in the episode notes to a platform called Buy Me a Coffee that will allow you to partner financially with the Over a Drink podcast on a monthly or one-time basis to help move the mission forward of reconfiguring societal norms of what a man should be. Keep an eye out for our next episode. Peace. Welcome to another edition of the Over a Drink podcast. My name is Mitch Parsons and I am your host. Uh, This podcast is around the idea of normalized men talking, uh, just period. Normalized men talking about normal things, normalized men talking about things that hurt, normalized men just being in community. Uh, And that's what we're doing. Uh, I think we're in the we're in the 20s at this point with this episode. Uh, I've lost track. Uh, because I'm recording so many in a row. Uh, my baby is due in six days. And so right now everything feels like a blur. Uh, she is due October 25th. I'm recording this on the 19th with my friend here. Uh, my friend, as I say that, I can don't have to be vague about it. It's, his name is Connor Robertson. Uh, Connor and I are drinking Starbucks as disappointing as that is to say because we both enjoy coffee that doesn't taste bad generally but starbucks is the quick the quick fix their cold brew is not bad um but connor is a good friend of mine he and his wife have become close friends with me and my wife and he is one of the most insanely talented people that i know it is it's stupid what he can do uh behind a camera to start but then in post-production in itself he just creates magic and uh he's a photographer a videographer a producer uh all that is behind the fact that he's a husband and a friend uh i love this guy and so i want to give you connor a chance uh 45 seconds to introduce yourself Uh, you're in an elevator and someone gets to meet you they walk on, they got three floors. You have three floors to tell them who you are. Ready, go. Okay, wow, no pressure. <laughs> um, my name is Connor Robertson. I take photos and love people and love food. And my favorite food is Asian food. So. Asian food. Well, probably because you've been to really cool parts of Asia and have been taking pictures there since you were a 17-year-old kid in high school and you've been all over the world. Where's the coolest place you've been in this world? Oh, gosh. That's uh, that's a hard one. Um, coolest place I've ever been? Probably Bali, Indonesia, I would have to say, is one of my favorite places in the planet. That is... I'm, quick story before we get started. Uh, we were sitting, the four of us, Connor, Jesse, me, 
and my wife, Jess, uh, and it was a Tuesday night. We had them over for dinner and the second, uh, stimulus check was bound to hit on Friday. Uh, and we didn't have any plans for the stimulus check. Like if you're listening to this and this makes you angry, I understand. But, um, the whole stimulus check was necessary for some, but for others, everyone just got it. And so we were like, okay, well, we don't really need this. What are we going to do with it? Um, and we planned out a 15 day trip because flights were very cheap at the time, uh, a 15 day trip to, to Bali, uh, Airbnbs, uh, the whole thing for under what the stimulus check was going <laughs> to, uh, bring into each of our houses. And that was a Tuesday night. Uh, we were planning on taking the trip in October. So right now, yep. uh, Wednesday morning, Jess woke up, peed on a stick and we were pregnant. And so, or she was pregnant. And so that trip, luckily we were planning on buying the tickets on Friday, <laughs> um, which maybe a little bit of a blessing that we didn't buy them that night. But yeah, Connor was going to take us to Bali. Well, we were going to take ourselves to Bali, but Connor was going to show us all the fun monkey temples and things that he Crazy. has taken pictures of. Crazy monkeys, man. Connor had uh, a backpack stolen by some monkeys when he was in Bali. Yep. It wasn't me specifically, but the the group that I went with, yeah, we got, we got a... Uh, our stuff stolen by monkeys. So there's that. <laughs> Try to tell a brand that yeah. your product was stolen by a monkey in the jungle. Hey, That's can you crazy. can you overnight us some stuff to take pictures <laughs> of? Because all the stuff that we had was stolen by monkeys. Yep, that would happen to us. So. <laughs> um, well, uh, as we get way off track, let's let's. I want to I'm going to reel us back in. That's my bad. Uh, but Connor, I, I told you before this that we. This podcast has kind of taken a little bit of a, a left turn in the fact that uh, we aren't super A, B, C, D testimony. It's more just like, hey, what's God teaching you right now? And like, what do you want to talk about? Uh, I think that's really, as I look at it, like what the heart of this uh, testimony of this like podcast originally started as was like, I sat down and asked men just like, what's going on? Like, tell me your story. Like, but we never really started. Hey, I'm a Christian. I was born a Christian. I rose, rose, like was raised in this house. It was like, dude, right now I'm going through it with my wife. I'm going through it in my finances. I'm going through it with my addictions. And so it's kind of found its roots a little bit. And I love that. And so Connor, um, without any like direction, like what is the Lord putting on your heart right now? What are you learning uh, in your story that is, uh, how can we put purpose to the things that you're going through right now? Um, <laughs> I think right now in this season, uh, particularly, God has just been kind of, I guess, asking me how am I finding peace and in somewhat of a chaotic season. Uh, my wife and I are, uh, we're renovating a home. We just got a puppy. We're living with some friends temporarily until our house is done being renovated. Um, we both own a company together. So there's just a lot of different layers that go with all of that at once. Um, so yeah, just like really trying to navigate like, 
what my my like space is to find peace in that. Mm-hmm. Um, which for me, I think a lot of it is just friends and just having like, you know, quiet time with God and finding out what that means for me in this season. Um, especially when like your kind of schedule and like your day to day is just like completely thrown off. I think it's really hard to, to navigate that. So like carving out time. I, th- I think one thing that's, hard for me in that like when I listen to that because I'm I can relate is this idea of like carving out time for peace like or like it's hard because like for me the day can get going and like this this morning I was planning on doing my quiet time and then it didn't happen and then now today I'm like well I have work and stuff that I have to do and I have Connor coming over and like when am I gonna find this like me time like and you're you're pretty introverted um right you would say um For the most, I mean, an introverted extrovert, Mm -hmm. if that's such a thing, like an introvert who is good at people and likes people, but also I think anybody who spends hours behind a computer editing has to be pretty introverted in themselves. Um, But yeah, that's a, that's a, a season that you're in that finding that peace. How have you, how have you practiced or what, like the thing is I, I fail at it. So like, maybe you can help me in this. Like what are some things that you've been trying to, or been learning how to adjust in this season of, uh, yeah. chaos? Yeah, that's good. Um, kind of just going back to what you said, I think when you try to be intentional with creating that space, sometimes it can be overwhelming. Cause for me, I love going up to the mountains and, going for a drive through, you know, just beautiful mountain ranges and just like going and taking photos and just having fresh air. I think that's when I really am refreshed and I feel like God kind of speaks to me in that. Um, and that's what I I guess I would consider like my quiet time, um, which is really hard to do on a day, day to day basis. So, um, in this, in this particular season, I feel like because of the type of work that I do, I'm really blessed to be able to have the editing side of, of photo and video as like a way that I can be intentional of like turning on some music and just like, and just connecting with God in that way, Mm. which I feel like has been a little bit challenging because of just not having our own space and and everything like that. But I've really tried to use like the post-production side of my job um, as a way to, to kind of just zone out and just like have some space to just like, be in my work, but also connect with God in in that time. So, um, turning on some like really cinematic kind of, um, textured music. I I don't know how to really explain it. And, um, just kind of zoning out and just seeing what God does with that. So I love that. I love that you, you find the thing is, is for me as a, Type A, I think might be it, or I don't know what my personality type is that makes it this way, but like, I'm very much like, this is what quiet time looks like. Yeah. Set description, outline, it's, and if it's not that, then it's not quiet time, but like, and I say quiet time as as far as like time with the Lord. That's just like what I call it. And like, I think having the ability to, and I'm learning this through, I'm teaching myself some of the stuff that you do, but on such a smaller scale of like Premiere and Photoshop and having, uh, there's a pic, I have a sticker on the way actually from, his name is 
Anthony something. It's not mine, so I can't take credit for it. But he has a drawing of it's a mic, a pen, a pencil, a bottle, like a uh, baby bottle, uh, and a camera. And then below it, it says it's all worship. And that's cool. I I. I'm going to get it in a print too, but at first I got a sticker to put um, in my office. But I love the idea that like what you're doing in post-production is worship. Like it's a gift that God gave you and you're using it to glorify him. And I think that's super cool. And that's something that I have to learn. Um, And I want to go on a drive with you to the mountains and take pictures because that's that we've pl- almost pl- we've planned that once or twice but it just life <laughs> life is crazy doesn't man. happen that way um crazy. as the chaos uh so your 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 still place is behind a, a screen um with your headphones on yeah i i think that's like where i'm at right now in this season like yeah. i think where I have more space and time, I would like to, you know, for me, traveling is like my happy place. Like I love venturing around and seeing new places and connecting with new people. And, um, I think that's when I like really, really connect with God, uh, just cause I get to see like tangibly his creation mm-hmm. and it just ornately makes me feel close, close to him. Yeah. Um, but right now just at the pace that we're kind of operating, I think it's, uh, it's more leaning towards like, how can I find like these little moments and like my work um, and just throughout the day to, to make that be like yeah a priority, you know? Yeah. And can you, can you touch on, as we talk about like the little moments uh, I think that just from our conversations of um, the importance of, cause your season that you're in right now could be frustrating uh, chaos a lot of times is frustrating because there's yeah. no control, but I feel like chaos is pretty much the norm for a lot of people. Yeah. Like I envy people who are like, Oh, my life is pretty one dimensional and I'm super happy. I don't know if I'd be super happy with one dimensional, but like there's a fine line of like chaos and controlled chaos. I like controlled chaos. Yeah, for sure. Um, but when it becomes uncontrolled is it's very easy for that to happen. Uh, but what has the Lord been teaching you in your in these moments of quiet time that have kind of changed the lens of how you're looking at the season that you're in right now? Wow. That's a big question. We got at least I'm guys, I'm keeping the, I'm as we, as we've grown in this podcast, we've gone from my first episode, which had to be split up into two one hour segments, um, into about an hour for your listening sake. Uh, only because, I think the the theme or like the scope of the episodes are changing too. So I say that you have 30, 45, 45 minutes if you want to expand. Okay. I'll take 43. <laughs> cool. No, I guess that gives two <laughs> minutes for me to say bye. Um, I think for me kind of shift, I think perspective is everything like no matter what season you're walking through. Um, and I think right now I could easily be like, you know what, this is just there's so much going on. I'm so stressed out. I have a thousand different things that I need to do and this and that. But to me, uh, I just I think that doesn't really benefit anybody having that kind of mentality. So really just trying to find like light in a season that can be very trying and very 
difficult at times. Um, right now I'm, I'm just trying to look at this as like a, a learning season just to figure out new ways to communicate and new ways to tackle projects and, uh, just find space for my marriage and my work and obviously time with God. Um, so really just trying to allow God to like speak to me and in a way that is, how can I create good out of such a busy chaotic season right now? And I, and I really try to do that. I feel like in, in most cases, even when, you know, things are difficult and hard, I think it, it's easy to have that mentality of, Oh my gosh, like I'm so overwhelmed. Like, what are we going to do? What's the next steps? But I really try to look at things like, just take one step at a time. Like it'll be all good. And you're learning something through this experience. So hmm. I guess that's kind of my outlook right now. And generally um, when things get kind of overwhelming, I just have to take a, take a breath and just be like, you know what? Like, it's all good. God's got it under control. Like we're just going to do things baby steps. You know what I mean? God works in baby steps. It feels like uh, I've, there's like these massive shifts of God or like moves of God. But I feel like more often than not, it is you turn around and you're like, holy crap, look how far we've come. Yeah. Like really. I didn't even realize like. Uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty incredible. And just like time, I think is just it's insane how fast time goes by. Mm -hmm. Like I think we very easily kind of get into our heads of like, Oh my gosh, like we're in this moment and this sucks. But I think in reality, like things happen a lot quicker. Like yeah. <laughs> Jesse and I, we just celebrated our two year anniversary. Holy like, cow. Holy moly. It's crazy to think that it's gone by that quick. So just really trying to be intentional with that and like really try to make the best out of, you know, literally every moment, so yeah. to speak. Um, so I feel like when you have like a negative perspective on things, like I don't want to look back at a season and be like, Oh my gosh, that was just like such a bad time in my life. I want to yeah. be like, yeah, we were stressed out and that was nuts and like crazy, but I want to laugh about it because I want to have like a healthier mm -hmm. perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I do. <clears throat> that's, that's something that I have been working on in my own life is I'm hypercritical of things, uh, in my own life, as far as like, I feel like I'm pretty, I'm maybe too, I don't know if you can say too much grace, but like with other people, like, oh, completely understand why that happened. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and like in my own life, when I look at it, I'm like down to the minute detail. I'm like, you effed up there. Yeah. Like, and that's what I, that's then becomes my, my definition of that moment. Right. Instead totally. of all, it could be 99% good, but I'm focusing on that 1% bad. And like, for sure. now it's a bad moment. You know what I mean? And like, I think one thing I'm learning or I'm being challenged in is like, and what you're speaking to is there is good in everything. Like if we, if we fundamentally believe that God is good and God is in everything, therefore there is good. And you might have to find it like right now living in somebody else's house in a corner of their house with you and your dog and your wife uh, is not on the surface level, like ideal. Yeah, no, for sure. But then when you look at it through these, pers this perspective that you're speaking to of like, I'm learning, I'm learning this and I'm learning how to communicate and I'm learning this, that, and the other. And then all of a sudden that season is productive and not, 
on, I hate I mean, passive. Like it's like not just something you're waiting in. You're not just yeah. like waiting it out. You're learning through it. And I think that's super cool. Uh, Thanks. I think that's a man. I think I keep saying, I think as if it matters what I think, but I, <laughs> but it's, it's really cool what you're doing uh, because you are man for, I'm going to call you a kid because you're a year and a half younger than me, kid. Uh, so uh, for someone who's 24 years old to be having a house renovated, running a successful uh, f- photography agency. Uh, so for those listening, uh, Connor had his own uh, Conrob photo, right? Or uh and then he and Jesse, Jesse, his wife is also a photographer and she had her own separate agency. And so over the last, uh, two, they operated individually for the first year ish of your marriage. Mm-hmm. And then year two, they started to, they merged it and created their own, uh, agency, which is really cool. Um, but how can you speak to uh, the challenges that have come with, because being an entrepreneur, it's grinding, it's your job first, your clients first, everything is, you're making a name for yourself, but now you're married and you both have this mentality of grind, 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 grind. Like you're both, on plane prior to Jesse starting to work at Red Rocks, you were both on planes every weekend, going to different places, taking pictures of different people. Uh, can you speak to just some of the things you've learned as far as, man, now you're married. And so your marriage comes first. How has being an entrepreneur uh, and a husband intertwined? Yeah, that has been something that I still try to figure out. Um, I think it's hard, man. It's hard finding balance when you own a business with the person that you love and you're supposed to have this romantic relationship with because I think business, especially in the secular world, can be very cutthroat and black and white. And oftentimes that's the people that you know Jesse and I deal with on on a day-to-day basis, which that's no hit against what we do at all. I think it's amazing what we get to do. Um, but to like separate a long day of work and then you come home with that person and you're supposed to, you know, flip a switch and start being all romantic and loving and stuff has, I think very much been a, a thing that we've been trying to navigate and, I think we will continue to as long as we own a company together, um, which there is definitely amazing, 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 beautiful things that that come with with that. Um, and I'm forever grateful for the opportunity to to do what we do together, because I think it makes us a better husband and a better wife. And I think it makes us better creatives. And um, and I think it has grown our faith in ways that. I literally can't even explain. Um, so I, I definitely think we still are in the middle of that, like navigating what it means to find balance for, for all parts of our life, whether it's time with God, time with each other, time for ourselves. Um, so 
I don't know if that really answers your question, but I think we're we're very much in the thick of just still navigating what that looks like. So yeah, I I mean it does. I think no answer or an I don't know yet is just as much of an answer. Yeah, <laughs> uh, to say that we have answers for everything in life that we're learning right now would be. Uh, naive or ignorant I guess you could say yeah uh I'm in that season right now where I'm I have a great job that I love uh but I'm also doing some like side creative stuff and like how much time do I put what's the appropriate balance of okay I work for this company and I'm responsible to them but I also I'm loving my side creative stuff and how much time can I invest in that and then also invest in my wife and also invest in my soon to be newborn daughter and yeah like definitely where is because what are you a, what are you on the enneagram are you a seven i am a two wing You're three two wing three but i feel like sometimes i'm a, i, I kind of go back and forth like i think sometimes i'm more of a three than a two a three is an achiever i'm yeah. a three and so for me, I'm like, there's always something else that I could be doing with this time yeah. that is more productive than what I'm. And so rest for me has been hard to allow. Yeah, It's not hard to find. I know exactly where it is. It's behind some Legos and yeah. like <laughs> hanging out with my wife building Legos. That's totally. restful for me. Totally. How often do I choose that? I haven't built Legos in six months. Yeah. Like, because I, I don't want to rest. I want to, it's yeah. therapeutic, but yeah. I know that rest is something that you and I have talked about pretty, pretty heavily. Um, not quiet time. Quiet time is one thing. Uh, I think rest and like Sabbath is something that Jess and I have put in yeah. to force our rest. Uh, because we are both people who there's always something else to be done. Yeah. And you're that way too. Uh, yeah. How has, how has rest or lack thereof uh, affected you in the last season? Oh man. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a big question. Um, I think, I think it's crazy, man. Like rest is, it just looks so different in different seasons. Um, and that's been really hard to navigate, I think, in this p particular season, just because there's been so many layers to our lives that are happening. So, um, gosh, I don't even really know how to answer that question right now. <laughs> um, rest. I think for me, I know if I don't sleep, like if I'm not getting proper sleep, like my entire day will get whacked out. Um, so just trying to be intentional with actual, like tangible actual, sleep. Yeah. Like that's been really, really important for me. Um, You're known to work until three in the morning and wake up at six to start working again. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's been crazy. Like, I think, again, that's something that I think we're still struggling to, to figure out. And I think it's hard because our business is growing and we're continuing to, to build additional relationships with people, which is absolutely incredible and a huge, huge blessing. Um, but again, it's like those growing pains, like you just struggle to, to let go of, you know, the things that you love and you've like built with this person. Um, and I think that's kind of like the place that we're at right now. Like we, we are growing our kind of network of people and we're becoming busier and busier. And, um, I think, we're just having to 
to figure out that process of what it means to to let go a little bit and invest in people and and really trust in them and trust that God's got it under control and it's all good, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think in in between that space, we've just been struggling to to find like proper rest. Hmm. Um, so. So yeah, ask me that question maybe in like six months. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's the thing is you said process and to go from somebody who never rested at all for me to be like, you should rest once yeah. a week at least. Uh, and then probably a couple of times also throughout the week. Yeah. That's not realistic. Like it's, it's a process. It's, uh, something that the Lord is teaching you currently and like yeah. you said in six months it's going to look completely different but we talked process uh off mic we should have just recorded our whole morning we both drank our coffee before <laughs> yeah. we even hung out <laughs> or before we even um got on mic but i i think that the process is so important because especially like you like you're saying you're growing your company you're creating network you're doing all of the things that need to be done to expand your your baby, your, yeah. your, your company. Uh, but the Lord's teaching you how to do that in the right way so that when it does expand, like it will, you're prepared for it. And you've gone through the process of learning. Like yeah. I, I like analogies. And I think to like the weight room, like you're not all of a sudden just able to lift 400 pounds. Yeah. One day you'll be able to, but it's going to take a lot of monotonous lifting of 225 to get you to that 400 pound mark. And if you were to jump under 400 pounds right now, it would crush you. Yeah, absolutely. Not to say that you're not going to do it one day, Yeah, but you don't want to get crushed by something. Uh, and then you then you're afraid to lift it up again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a, a really, really good analogy. I, I think that's exactly kind of where we're at. And, and I think the thing that I really appreciate about our dynamic is just, I think we're we're in it for the time like we we're okay with taking the necessary time to build things the right way and build that foundation and trust that God is in that and and I think that kind of goes back to what I was saying before is just like really kind of evaluating like what this season is supposed to mean and and lean into what God is telling us um Mm -hmm. just trying to be patient and um have this be a useful time to look back on and reflect and, and use this as a tool to ultimately be a trajectory for, you know, bigger and better things. Foundation setting. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. I, I think one thing, what you're saying, like stuff that you're saying is making, is resonating me with me in a way of like you and I right now, we are both, if we were to stop growing what we're growing right now, we would be comfortable. We would be fine. We would be right. But like, that's not like I, I walk this line of satisfied and like, or like, um, content and complacent mm-hmm. where right now, Jess does not want to stop working. She loves her job. Uh, but I want to get to a place where she doesn't have to work if she doesn't want yeah. to. And so then I'm like, okay, how much work do I need to put in so that X amount of years down the road when she goes, I want to be a stay at home mom. I've put in the work to be like, do it. Yeah. Not in the spot right now where I'm like, well, 
we got to move somewhere where it's not Denver because I can't afford for us to to do that. And so am I being ungrateful for the like like by me trying to reach for more and do more am i being ungrateful for the fact that i could i could stop right now and we would be fine for how we are um like you like i think part of the things like when you're growing a business your business right now is successful Mm -hmm. if we were to put a block on your growth right now you would still have a successful business but the three in you is like i want to grow it. And I want to like, so finding this balance for me has been the hardest thing of like, man, I'm, we're comfortable. We're fine right now. I'm so, so blessed with the way that we live right now. Yeah. But, (laughs) but, and then we compare ourselves to like, you compare yourself to other photographers or other agency owners. And I compare myself to other creatives or other, uh, you name it, former ex-athletes, like, uh, and then you're not, then all of a sudden I'm not satisfied again. And it becomes a thing of satisfaction. And, um, how do you, how do you think like you, I guess, separate like your goals that are bigger than the season that you're in Yeah. from like, is that coming from God or is that coming from like your, your like personal? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Good question. Um, you you are sitting next to a giant whiteboard, uh, which will be filled with those things. Um, answers to those questions, because I have so many dreams and I think being open handed with them has kind of been like the thing for me is like, how do I if something if man, that's such a hard question because even still like my answer is like, if something dies, then I just assume that it wasn't meant to be. Like if I start something, a dream that I have and they just, uh, it doesn't take off. It doesn't do what I think that it should. And it just fizzles. But then my thought is like, well, did you not do enough to make it? Like, (laughs) was that you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, did you uh, not have enough faith? Did you not have enough? Well, did you not have, did like, I tell Jess this, I'm like, babe, I'm completely giving everything creative that I'm doing with everything right now, book writing and podcast creating and drawing to the Lord. But also he's not going to pick up the pencil and draw himself. Yeah, exactly. Like he's not going to press record on the, on the, so what is my role? And I actually was journaling the other day. I'm like, God, you've planted the seeds. Let me know. I literally wrote, let me know what you need me to do to help them grow. And then I was like, I literally, the next line was, you don't need me to make them grow. Let me know what I can do to help water them. And then I scratched that. I was like, I literally have nothing to do with this process. (laughs) Will you just let me know what, what my role is and I'll do it. I'm willing. But right now, cause like you're saying, like I have all these huge, dude, I have dreams of running Jess's, a worship leader, but she is a leader who worships first. Mm-hmm. And she wants to run one day a, a, a leadership school uh, out of our, not out of our house, but out of property that we own with like a barn that is like a classroom slash place, like a week long leadership school that takes a finances to get there yeah. and be private. Like, but how do I get there? Cause that's my wife's dream and I want to give it to her. Yeah. 
but God, like, what do I do to get there? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what do I do? Uh, help. Can I, I wish I had a direct line. Uh, so to answer your question, I'm really bad at that because I'm, uh, really good at striving, uh, to, I think that's ingrained in me from sports because, um, if you want to get good at catching the ball, go sit in front of the jugs machine for three hours and catch balls. And yeah. uh, if you want to get stronger, well, there's a weight room. If you want to be a smarter football player, go watch. Rob Gronkowski is one of, if not one of the, him and Tom Brady, which is no wonder they're like best friends, but they watch so much film because they want to be like, you can't, there's no applying to that to dreams. Yeah, totally. Dreams are so God ordained that it's like, all of a sudden you have a conversation. If you're like, you're a, a I, you run, let's say I run a podcast. Uh, I do run a podcast and I'm in a, I'm in a dinner party for my wife's something. And I have a conversation with a guy who also runs a podcast and he has all of this stuff and he wants to help me. I didn't create that conversation. Like that's a God thing. Yeah. I can't work for that. And so, um, I don't know, dude, that's a, how, how, how have you balanced that? <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't, I just, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it just comes to discernment, you know. And I think this part of the blessing that we are married, I think, is conversations with our wives and mm-hmm. getting their perspective on it, and just prayer. I think really, um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's hard, man. Like, yeah, I I think we're very much still trying to figure that out. Um, it's weird. It's weird when you feel like you have a dream and you want to pursue it. But at the same time, it's like finding that balance of, is this just for myself? Especially when you're married. Cause it's like now my actions and my choices not only affect like my future, but the future of us as like a married couple and my yeah. wife, you know? So I think just bringing it full circle back to God and is this from you? And then bringing that to your wife and spouse, just be like, Hey, am I, am I clear here or what's going on? You know? So it's like, I don't know if that answers that question. No, it doesn't. It's Holy spirit that you brought her around to like even running it by your wife. Like, cause like you're saying, like that's one thing that like are Jess's dreams the same. And when I say Jess, it's, it applies for both of us. Uh, when are Jess's dreams the same, as mine. Yeah. Like I, sometimes I get so caught up in myself where I'm like, well, yeah, this makes sense. Like there was one day that it was super cool, but I, I picked up three. So I do like a, a little bit of freelance, you know, a little bit of freelance marketing stuff, mm-hmm. picked up three clients in one day. Yeah. And of course in those moments, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's a time commitment. And that's a, and I didn't even run that by Jess where I was like, babe, is it, are you cool if I, cause it's going to require me some more like of time that I normally spend with you. Are you cool with that? If I do this. Yeah. And of course, I mean, she was because she sees my dreams and, um, she shares them with me, but sometimes you just get going and you're like, I'm going to make this decision because it totally. makes sense. And, but it's a partnership, like not necessarily like my side entity is its own thing. Yeah but it's still the, the umbrella of marriage goes over that. Yeah. Like, and that's hard. That's, that's one of those things that, um, sometimes I, it's like, Jess and I will go for walks and, 
I love to dream. And so if she would be like, Hey, what are your biggest dreams right now? <laughs> Same, I'd be like, man, I'm a dreamer. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, she'd be like, what are your biggest dreams right now? And I'm like, like in this very present moment or like five minutes ago, cause they've yeah. changed and like, totally. or they've evolved because I've been thinking about it. And I asked her, I was like, what are your biggest dreams? And hers were first to be a mom. She wanted to be a mom. She wasn't yeah. pregnant. We weren't pregnant at the time. First was to be a mom. The next was to, uh, be able to make music for a living. And then the third was to be a pastor. And I was like, well, shit, <laughs> like those are pretty broad <laughs> dreams and there's not much, like you have two of them. Yeah. And the third come to find out we were pregnant at the time. Like, so she's got like all of her dreams. Yeah. So like, as far as dreaming goes, she's like, I, I, I dream about being a mom. Yeah. I dream about, I'm like, well, I dream about this and this and this and how this yeah. can happen and boom. And like, but they're not realized yet. So I have yeah. to do like, I have to take certain steps in my head to get to those dreams mm-hmm. and it's consuming. And yeah. so then sometimes I forget even, and this is like very like transparent, truthful. That's what this podcast is, I guess. But like there's times when just wanting to hang out and just be my wife gets in the way of me wanting to chase down my dreams. Oh, yeah. And I have to catch myself for being mad at like, like it's five forty-five, six o'clock, seven o'clock and eight o'clock at night. And I'm still doing video editing for podcast stuff. Yeah. And she's like, do you want to watch a movie? I'm like, no, do you not see what I'm doing? I'm working. And, yeah. and all like every part of me is like, well, her dreams right now are not for me to run a podcast. Her dreams are to be my wife and yeah. to, like hang out with her husband and Which then i feel like the ultimate representation of like jesus dying on the cross is like marriage because yeah. you're like oh i have to like die to this thing that i want to do right now to like move forward as one you know yeah yeah and truly when it comes down to it as much as like as i say this it's gonna like if your photo agency were to burn to the ground and crumble you still have Jesse and it's then in that case, it's okay totally because you will figure it out. Yep. That's hard to realize sometimes because all of my goal chasing is for my wife. Yeah. Like I want to create a better life for her. And I think that that's where our, her and I's perspectives are different where she's like, we have a great life right now. Spend it with me Mm -hmm. instead of trying to build something that we don't necessarily even need, which comes back to that dreams thing. Like our, your dreams the same same as mine yeah no (laughs) a lot of times no yeah yep definitely it's crazy man it's crazy trying to find that balance and then also communicate in a way that's like loving and encouraging but also like you want to do your own thing you know yeah god has instilled these visions and goals in your heart that it's it's again just like trying to find the balance of of it all there's a prayer that i pray that maybe if you listen to this this um will help you through a season because it helped me it's helped it's helped me through many um god would you align the desires of my heart with the desires of your will so that when things happen i'm not disappointed when i get turned down for a job i didn't really even want it that bad anyways So when a project doesn't work, a client tells me no, uh, I'm not bothered by it because my you've shifted my heart in a way that it's not rejection, it's protection. Totally. 
It's, Hey, you can't take, like, you can't take on that much right now. Yeah. You have, I don't, you don't know what's coming. I do. And if you have six more commitments, you're not gonna be able to handle what's coming. Um, and so I've prayed that through the internship. I prayed that through dating Jess. I prayed that through, I mean, finding a house, all of these things. So like that, maybe you start praying that and like, write it. It's been, it's, I journaled all through this time. And so it was, it's been fun to look back and just even through my journaling, see the shift in my heart of like, Oh, this was, this was monopolizing in my journals. Yeah. And six months later, it's not mentioned one time. Yeah. I wonder why. And then it didn't happen. And I'm just like, but I didn't even notice it. It just was like, like we talked about earlier, this gradual baby step type thing. Yeah, but that's good. That's really good. I don't know, dude. I, I'm stoked um, about this conversation. I think as we're talking, because I, I think we've covered some good stuff and I love the idea. I think people so often, this podcast started as testimony sharing and it is still testimony sharing. It's just redefining what that looks like. And for men, like, yeah, I can go ABCD, but for you to sit and tell me I was born into a Christian home, I was baptized when I was 15. That's cool to know about you, but like, I can't apply that to my life right now. And like, I'm trying to weaponize testimonies. We're trying to weaponize testimonies. Totally. And so we sat and we talked about the last six months for you, last two years for you. And I kind of want to like put a bow on it and say, okay, um, this portion of your life, like maybe we didn't wield every single weapon in your testimony bag, but we used this one. Uh, and I think that that's, as I'm sitting here, I'm having this, like, I kind of told you, um, we had to do some post-production because our puppy, um, well, our puppies, mine's upstairs and his is in the room with us, decided to have a barking fest at each (laughs) other. Uh, but while we were not recording, we talked, I talked about how, as I'm sitting here, I'm like, this is what I want this podcast to become Uh, little, we're at 45 minutes right now. Um, and so. Connor, I want to give you like one more, like, is there anything, and if not, it's cool. Is there anything pressing on your heart that you're like, yes, I want to say this. And then I don't think necessarily I, I, I do kind of agree just piggy, piggybacking off of what you said. Like, I think, I think practical things can be used across any season. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't think it has to date back to when you were, anointed with holy oil when you're uh, you know six month old like i think i think we can use the same tools that we used you know years ago to get through specific seasons for the exact season that you're in right now which i think is is really cool how you're shifting kind of the the future of the podcast sometimes it's not the things that happened to us two decades ago it's the things that we're walking through right now uh, which can really allow other people to relate with you and, and share commonalities and move forward as like a team and build Mm -hmm. community, which I think is really, really cool. So, yeah, I thank you. I just get this picture of like the weapon that you used six years ago could be used to build. Like if you used a knife six years ago, well now you're using that knife to carve out a bow and like your, you, the weapons that you had are still useful. They're just evolving. Um, Absolutely. And, and so, uh, with that, 
I look forward to the rest of these podcasts. Well, the thing is, is I probably won't have another one before the baby comes. Dude, baby, baby could come tonight. Baby uh, so, crazy, man. Uh, baby so could come exciting. tonight. And so if that's the case, pray for me because uh, I won't be sleepy. <laughs> uh, but uh, until next time, y'all, peace. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of the Over a Drink Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Over a Drink Podcast and on Twitter at over underscore a underscore drink. Reach out and send me a message. I'd also like to encourage you to visit our website at theoveradrinkpodcast.com and sign up for our email newsletter. We're working on weaponizing testimonies here on this podcast, and that isn't exclusive to those who are on the podcast. I'd love for you to send me an email at overadrinkpodcast at gmail.com with a written version of your testimony. I'll put it together in a blog format and then we send it out to everybody on that email list. And in an instant, your testimony will become a weapon. You never know what God is teaching you in your story that may affect somebody else's story. Finally, I want to invite you to join me in supporting this project. There will be a link in the episode notes to a platform called Buy Me a Coffee that will allow you to partner financially with the Over a Drink podcast on a monthly or one-time basis to help move the mission forward of reconfiguring societal norms of what a man should be. Keep an eye out for our next episode. Peace.